This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is April 22nd, 2019. The day was April 22nd, 1954. U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy began hearings investigating the U.S. Army for being soft on communism. The hearings were broadcast on the ABC and Dumont networks until June 17th, and they became a congressional spectacle. In the early 1950s, television was a growing medium in the United States. Televised congressional hearings were just gaining steam. In March of 1951, somewhere around 30 million people watched the key Favre committee hearings to the surprise of network executives. The hearings put organized crime big shots on the stand and in front of millions of Americans who had their eyes glued to the screen. It was the most widely viewed congressional investigation ever. So the Army-McCarthy hearings were not the first ever hearings to be broadcast, but they did get gavel-to-gavel TV coverage and tons of attention. The period in the 1940s and 1950s in America, when a fear of communism was pervasive, is known as the Red Scare. During this time, the House Un-American Activities Committee rooted out communists in the federal government and political subversives in Hollywood. Senator McCarthy was a prominent anti-communist figure during this time, as he hurled accusations of communism at celebrities and his opponents. He cost people their reputations and livelihoods by manipulating the media and smearing their names. McCarthy's bold accusations got him a lot of attention, and he became a divisive figure. Many people saw his actions as patriotism, while others viewed them as self-serving and overzealous. Regardless, McCarthy's antics continued. His constant attacks on suspected communists were becoming a political problem once Republican President Dwight D. Eisenhower took office in 1953. And by 1954, he was falling out of favor. But McCarthy couldn't let his fame and importance to the administration fade. When G. David Shine, one of his former investigators, was drafted into the Army, McCarthy's chief counsel, Roy M. Cohn, pressured military officials to give Shine special privileges. But the Army refused, issuing a chronology of how Cohn pressured the Army to give Shine preferential treatment. So McCarthy said that the Army was holding Shine hostage so he couldn't expose communists in the military. The Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations, which McCarthy chaired, voted for an inquiry into his charges that the Army was soft on communism. The hearings would have live television coverage. McCarthy was replaced as chair by Senator Carl Munt, and the hearings began on April 22, 1954. Over the 36 days of hearings, McCarthy's outbursts and harsh demeanor did not bode well for his future in Congress. He often yelled point of order when he didn't like something that was said, and he interrupted people frequently. One of the most memorable moments of the investigation came during his exchange with the Army's chief counsel, Joseph Welch. When McCarthy suggested Fred Fisher, a lawyer in Welch's Boston law firm, was a communist sympathizer, Welch responded in part, Let us not assassinate this lad further, Senator. You've done enough. 
Have you no sense of decency, sir? At long last, have you left no sense of decency? After the exchange was over, the gallery applauded. Television coverage of the hearings had done McCarthy no favors. After calling out McCarthy's staff for potentially harboring subversives, Senator Stuart Symington said near the end of the investigation, the American people have had a look at you for six weeks. You are not fooling anyone. The committee concluded that Cohn, but not McCarthy, engaged in unduly persistent or aggressive efforts in trying to get shine privileges. And the committee said the Army had exhibited some suspicious behaviors, though no charges were upheld against the Army. The hearings played a huge role in McCarthy's downfall, though they were good for the TV networks. Press about McCarthy grew more negative. His approval ratings were dropping. Soon, he was replaced as chairman of the investigating committee. And in December 1954, the Senate voted to censure him for conduct contrary to Senate traditions. Still, McCarthy continued to spout anti-communist rhetoric. He died in 1957. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. See you same place, same time tomorrow.